Good morning and welcome to the Robin Report. I'm your host, Elliot Robin, so get ready to get triggered. special episode of the Rabin Report. I'm your host, Elliot Rabin, and uh, with me I have my expert panel, as always, Marshall, Adam, and Daniel. How are you guys? We are sweating. Mm -hmm. Today we're doing a special live election. Uh, We're not live on Spirit Live, so we're not counting it as an official episode, but instead of sort of a thank you episode for our viewers. uh, So tonight is the night of all nights. It's the series finale of the United States, right here on the Robin Report. And, you know, I'm, I'm kidding, somewhat. Not, not somewhat. Me. Somewhat. Truth is, tonight's the night the American people decide the fate of their country. They decide between Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton and Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump. Regardless of whom you support, this year-long campaign has divided not only, co- not only the country, but also the world. For once... The world genuinely cares about U.S. politics. The Robin Report has done four different episodes about the elections, with the fifth and final episode coming this Thursday. We've discussed how the elections work, the three debates, and what the outcomes will be. To tell you the truth, this election is a shit show. Or, in the words of uh, John Oliver, a horrifying glimpse at Satan's Pinterest board 2016. The Robin Report's panel is made up of three great men with different political views, uh, allowing freedom of expression and opinion on this show. Tonight, they will once again discuss the issues and the live results. We've got a jam-packed show for you guys, and we hope you enjoy it. So, let's go to our first topic, which is, uh, let's reiterate how the people vote. So, in terms of Canadian elections, you basically vote for your MP as usual. However, if the province gets more liberal votes than conservative votes, all the MPs must support the liberals. The number of MPs are also distributed by population per province. Of the 338 MPs, Canada has, Canada has 55 of them represent the GTA. So you vote for them on election day, but it does not elect them. Instead, about a month later, these MPs cast their vote for, for prime minister, or in the US, president. Then, once the MPs have voted, the votes are counted, and the Prime Minister is officially sworn in. Um, before we continue, what happens if there's a tie? Let's pass it over to our panel. So in the US, there's, you need to win 270 votes. But what happens if it's 269, 260, uh, 269? What happens? If it's 269, 269, or any tie for that matter, it goes to the House of Representatives for them to choose, for them to choose their, uh, their president. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, if it does, um, most of Congress is Republican, so yeah, yeah, you could potentially see Trump. So if there's a tie, then Trump wins in the House. Well, it depends because there are a lot of uh, big shot Republicans that don't really like Donald Trump. Yeah. But it's a very unlike a party to vote against itself. By the way, nice hat. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I think that uh, if, in the very slim chance that it gets to. The, the House of Representatives, it's going to go Trump. Yeah. Because as much as the party, you know, does, as much as some members of the party don't like Donald Trump, for 
for the good of the party, they would pick uh, Trump, and um, they want they want Republican values, so they would pick the the representative of those values. Fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty scary possibility that that could actually happen. You think that wouldn't happen mm -hmm. because something a good idea about American Americans like in the United States and the idea of American exceptionalism is that and you kind of relate it to sports is like there's no such thing as a tie in American sports unless you're talking about MLS. But there's always you always got to go to overtime and stuff like that. So technically, you can uh, explain that um, the votes going to Congress would be like its own overtime, I guess, as it's tiebreaking. It's very scary actually that that could happen, but. Hopefully it doesn't. I'd rather I'd rather see a clear cut winner than having to put more extra red tape on this to see for find to find a permanent answer to the election. That's an interesting analogy. I hadn't really because I know that when Obama went on uh, Jerry Seinfeld show, he was saying that politics is a lot like sports. Yeah. He was he was comparing it to football because in football you can try a play again and again and again, mm -hmm. but there's always that one golden shot that you break right through the defense and you get to the other person's end goal. Uh, I don't watch football, I don't know the actual terminology, yeah. but, um, <laughs> where was I going with that? Right, so, basically, you, you try and work together in politics, you clash, you clash, you clash, mm -hmm. but there's always one, you know, bill that gets passed, that one, is deciding one, de one decision that gets passed, and that's your golden legacy involved. All right, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's move on to the candidates. We've discussed them before, we've talked about mm -hmm. them, but let's just, let's just reiterate who they are, their history, their experience, and their best and worst qualities, and of course, scandals. Uh, so let's start with Hillary Clinton, guys. Who she, who she is, what's her experience? <coughs> she's well, a lizard. <laughs> she, she's, a, yeah. she's the the lizard people elite. She's the embodiment of the Illuminati. But no, <laughs> she, I mean she's got a lot of experience in the White House since 1990. Uh, I'm sorry, two. She was until not until 2000. She was the first lady of the United States. Mm -hmm. She was the first lady of Arkansas. She was the Secretary of State. She's had rules in government for the last 20 something years. She has experience. Mm -hmm. Whether you like what she's done is a very contentious question. If you ask the, the nice people of Eastern Europe, they would say absolutely not. Uh, if you ask a lot of the uh, small business owners, they would say absolutely not. If you ask the political elite, if you ask the... Um, a lot of inner city children. Absolutely. She's done a lot of work for inner city children. Yeah. Political elite. Um, if you want to go to a lot of countries in Africa, she sponsored a lot of school building as a first lady, not as a member of the Clinton Foundation, but as a member of the first lady. Um, so even with her work with children, political elites, not being Donald Trump, people like her a lot. Absolutely. Now, Adam, might I bother you to open up a uh, live coverage from The Guardian? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, like I just find The Guardian is the most user-friendly. Uh, the Guardian... For the record, we've actually got CNN on... Uh, the Clinton News Network, you yeah. can't see it, so it's... Yeah. Got CNN the only screen. reason... We uh, already saw that the, um, <clears throat> for the polls and stuff like that, like the closing of certain polls for certain um, constituencies, mm -hmm. that North Dakota and South Dakota, or is it North Carolina and South North, Dakota? North and South Dakota. North yeah. and South Dakota, and there's one other state. Huh? Uh, Iowa. Iowa, maybe. Iowa. But they're locked up for Trump for their yeah. electoral votes. And we can see whatever it's called. Oh, it's just, when it comes that's to... One county. That's just yeah. one county. Yeah, that's a county. Um, 
Well, so far, CNN's reporting, electoral map, Clinton 97, Trump 84. And now the only reason I wanted the Guardian one up is because the, uh, the CNN's kind of going all over the place with the counties and the, the states. Mm -hmm. However, the Guardian, and I love what they've done. Uh, it's, I think it updates every 15 seconds as to exactly how many people have voted which way in every single county in the United States, and it shows the entire map at once. You can zoom in as you'd like. Mm -hmm. um, and as we can see, Trump has quite the lead. And has he taken Missouri? Oh, uh, not yet. It's, so what it's, are the statistics on the Guardian saying? Okay, basically the Guardian, what it does, it updates county by county, and then mm -hmm. um, if you're familiar with election uh, live coverage, there's like leaning Dem, majority Dem, Dem confirmed, and then vice versa for the Republicans. So what it does, it starts getting these counties in, it starts getting these, these numbers in, and then it'll go either leaning to full to for whatever party. So it starts projecting leaning a certain way. Trump's leaning right now, for example. Colorado Trump's, just turned red. Colorado just turned red. New Mexico just turned red, traditionally Democratic. Uh, Georgia, North Carolina, um, Virginia, all are now leaning red. But for places that are confirmed red, it's like Texas, Oklahoma, uh, Kansas, Nebraska, North and South Dakota. That's very interesting how that kind of comes down in one strip from North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas. Yeah. I don't know how well you guys Oklahoma, can... Oklahoma, Texas. Let me try and zoom in here, see how well you guys can see it, just to get an idea of what we are looking at. But Elliot, if you want to keep talking and asking us... Uh... Um, yeah, I mean, so... Just because we're talking about states right now, I want to talk about swing states. Mm -hmm. um, but right before, I just want to finish the Hillary Clinton Donald oh, yes, Trump of course, side of it. Yeah. Funny uh, you talk about swing states because they just started the CNN uh, with just describing how like how Florida is one of those biggest swing states. That's yeah, Florida is one, uh, yeah. a major one. Um, so let's finish this Donald Trump Hillary Clinton, and then we're gonna spend uh, a bunch of time on swing states because they're very crucial to the race. I feel like because we were talking about Hillary Clinton. Right? Yeah. yeah. So like another important part about Hillary Clinton's like. I guess resume and criteria is like how how influential she is in the Obama administration mm -hmm. for the last how, how many was it eight to ten years no eight years yeah eight years. Eight. I'm confused it was Steve Harper because he's for a ten year run yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah so like it can turn in certain important ideas of oh. Okay, He's got, uh, he's got North Dakota, yeah. South Dakota, um, Nebraska, Iowa, yeah, uh, Arkansas. No, uh, Sorry, Nebraska, after Nebraska, it uh, is Missouri, Missouri, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and then Texas. Um, he's got yeah, the he's whole got, thing he's got, now. Uh, he's got bingo. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a maybe that's a good luck charm. That's a wonderful uh, sign for some of us. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so back to Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Now, uh, what I was saying was with the Obama administration, yeah, sorry, was that like, she was helping like, in certain parts of Obama. So an example, like, a key idea of people going to remember Obama is uh, the assassination of Bin Laden, like the whole Iran nuclear deal and stuff like that. Like, Obamacare? So, Obamacare, exactly. So like, she says an important role, of, not even just like what her, she might do in the future, mm -hmm. But also, like in the past, like for the last eight years too. If we're talking about how Hillary Clinton will be as a president, if you liked Obama, if you liked what he did, if you liked his general philosophy and you policies, you'll likely you might you know, be a fan of a lot of Hillary's policies. Maybe not all of them. She differs from Obama in certain things. 
Obviously, she has to, considering they ran against each other in the Democratic yeah. primaries 2008. Um, you will most likely enjoy, for the most part, a good amount of her policies. Mm -hmm. No, they're saying that Clinton is running Obama's third term. Mm -hmm. For for sure. sure, and I mean, in, in a lot of ways, that is certainly just the case. like the Hangover movie. It wasn't that good. That's um, very I, I took that from Zach Galifianakis. Between two firms, but still, well, that was from Obama, actually. Still, yeah. 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 yeah, between two. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. So Hillary, uh, she no. has experience, which is true, and you can't really. Uh, deny that, but the question is, is it good experience or bad? You said Europe would say no, America would you, say yeah, yes. Yeah, Eastern Europe, the Baltic states would oh, yeah. absolutely say no. Oh, except, oh. except Kosovo, who interestingly, Kosovo mm -hmm. has a Bill Clinton Avenue and a massive statue of Bill Clinton on uh, Bill Clinton Avenue. Um, Kosovo loves him. The rest of the Bosniaks, the, I wouldn't think so. No, absolutely not. Uh, uh, Serbians, Montenegrins, yeah. nope. they don't like her. She, as a first lady, and no one can confirm this, but this is the uh, speculation, the allegations that she played a massive part in influencing uh, Bill Clinton's bombing of the former Yugoslavian Republic. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know exactly where that originated, why people are so keen to think that was Hillary Clinton, um, but you know the Baltic people do not uh, like her for that reason, and a lot of other people don't as well. No, but regardless um, whether or not she you might have influenced the thing. She was she, part of it. She's associated the first with lady. Bill Clinton. Yeah, the first lady. And so. especially Hillary Clinton was very involved in Bill Clinton's affairs. Absolutely. I mean, probably the most powerful first lady. Yeah. Uh, well, among the most powerful first ladies. Among, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. You yeah. could say that others were more powerful than her. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that they weren't as well. I mean, there's Jackie Kennedy, who's very powerful. George Kennedy, Obama. Nancy Reagan. Well, Nancy Reagan not so much, but yeah, like, um, Nancy Reagan, when it comes when it came to especially the uh, uh, pro pro life policies, I think mm -hmm. she played a massive part in that. Otherwise, maybe not. But mm -hmm. um, now, so her scandals now. Her scandals. What yes. are the biggest well, things that have affected her campaign? Okay, we as the Rabin Report, I feel like have dissected her email scandal more than the actual FBI has. <laughs> but, Which is true. But um, I feel like the, the, the FBI's recent opening and very quick closing of Clinton's emails really proved that America is sick and tired of the email scandal. We just want to hear the end of it, we're done with it, we're over with it, it doesn't matter. She had a private server, she had a hundred private servers. Nothing really matters. It just, they want this election to be over. Uh, when I was, sorry, real quick, when I was reading the, the Guardian this morning when I was trying to pull up the election thing, they were saying like, something like 75% of Americans were polled and they just want the election to be over. 75% want it to be over and it was like, they want, like, want it to be over, are anxious, are excited, are neutral, whatever, and like the majority of them were just, they just want it to be over. Yeah, yeah. you could definitely see like, it's imagine if like, the election was going to take like two weeks from now, like into the future, like, there could have been another, more other developments for both candidates that would have been like negative scandals and stuff like that. Yeah, people could not take a... There would have been, like, you could have seen a, probably another email scandal, you could have seen another, like, rape allegation towards Trump, regardless if, if, it, if it's avoided or not. It's just, you know, it's just, yeah. thank goodness today's the final paper, you know? And it is, yeah. it is important to point out, it wasn't necessarily fair to Clinton that James Comey opened it publicly a few, a, yeah. a week, a week before the election, agree. Yeah. but... It's still good that he did, yeah. even though he closed it again, and that's you know. You can't, I don't think you can't should. review six hundred fifty thousand emails in eight days. With it's the proximity ridiculous. to the election, I don't think it was fair. Yeah, yeah regardless exactly. if they found that's, anything or didn't find anything. Very politicized. Yeah, that's what happened to uh, Janine Janine Pyro. 
of Fox News. She was running for Republican governor in 2006, and the FBI opened an investigation on her about a week before the election. That's they found... I'm not even sure what it was. They found nothing. She just... Yeah, they found nothing, but of course it cost her the race. Yeah. So... When you do that right before an election, you know, there's a possibility that it's, it's a big possibility yeah. that, you know, and surprisingly, you'd think the FBI was on Clinton's side. Mm -hmm. But then once they did that, it was kind of, you know. Now, I don't know if anybody knows uh, Jeanine Pirro. I think she's, she's great. A brilliant. I think, and people yeah. talk so much about how awful Fox News is. You watch Jean Pirro, you watch, or Jeanine Pirro, sorry. Uh, you watch Red Eyes, the late night show. I think, you know, you might not like it. But I don't think you'll you'll hate it. She's very. I think there's a lot of great people. Very intelligent. Every you know, Fox gets a bad rep because it's conservative. But again, it has some great people on it. Yeah, like certainly. Janine Pyro. You can yeah. you can look her up. Um, you know, she used to have her own show, Judge Janine Pyro. Now she has Justice with Janine Pyro on Fox. And um, nice promotion there. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean Fox News also does get, shows, a, right? get a bum rap because of a lot of the content that it has. Fox yeah. News has a lot of ridiculousness, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Bill O'Reilly is honestly just insane a lot of the yeah. time. Um, the climate change denial coming from them is just, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I think it makes it tough to be uh, conservative. I think um, you, you get associated, you get associated with climate change deniers. And it was, oh, is that Ohio? Oh, yeah. goodness gracious. Oh, me, oh my. That is so Ohio. Ohio has 51.4% of the vote for, for Trump. It just switched. No, so no, a specific count. Uh, yeah, let's go to the Guardian see what they're saying. Where, where's Ohio? Ohio's up there. Okay. So, as you can see, things are changing really quickly. Um, and it's. Yeah, it's Ohio's looking at 51% Trump right now with 40% uh, of the vote in. <clears throat> yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, a bit later in the show, we might bring in some uh, guest we've analysis. Got some, we've got some viewers here, some uh, really dedicated yeah. fans. <laughs> yeah, so um, once we get through a little more of the show, if we have time, we'll bring them in, mm -hmm. and they'll give us their opinions. So, um, so, so we've talked about Hillary, we've talked about the emails, let's talk about um, her work as a lawyer when she defended the... Okay, here's the thing. So let's, let's talk about that. Right, so okay, I have a she was court-appointed um, yes. as a lawyer. She did not have a choice. She was, um, that was her job. She had to defend that rapist. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I don't blame her for defending the rapist. Um, people well, have to realize... Are you talking about Bill Clinton? Um, no, 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 not Bill the rapist Clinton, oh, okay. but Bill, like, just the, the rapist who was in court that Hillary was defending. Okay. Um, uh, Hillary Clinton had a career as a lawyer before Paul did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, she defended a rapist. Mm -hmm. That's a yeah. really big scam. A guilty rapist. I mean, and one thing you could say, and I'm not going to say that this, uh, you know, incriminates Hillary or anything. I'm not going to say that this uh, tarnishes her mm -hmm. in any way. A lawyer's, uh, a defense lawyer's job is not to get the accused off. Mm -hmm. It's to uh, make sure they're treated fairly in court. Mm -hmm. That's what I'll say about that. I don't think that, um, you know, if, if you defend a guilty person, you get them off. I think you have um, gone and acted outside of the limits of your job. It's fine. I don't blame her for it, but that's what it is. Then Shows tremendous power. The response she had to it afterwards is what I take issue with. The, the flippancy yeah. of which she talked about it with. Yeah. The, uh, and there was even there was even a tape that she... That, she that, was laughing. She was laughing about it, and she was saying, yeah, I hooked him up to a polygraph, and, uh, you know, I don't trust polygraphs anymore. And it's kind of like, well... Yeah. Uh, well first, of all, we can, first of all, we can discuss how, like, the 
polygraph is just pseudoscience, first mm -hmm. of all, we can all agree upon that. It's not an actual thing. All it does is just test your vitals and stuff like that, and then they relate it to, like, somebody else. Especially for fancy. someone like me, me, whose heart's always racing, always sweating, always, uh... You could, shoot, you could shoot a polygraph, and people have, like, convicted, like, actual, like, rapists and murderers have yeah. done that. The point is, like, you were discussing that, how, like, the fact that she did, like, was able to, like... Did he get him acquitted, or no? Yes. Okay, so, like, that's a possibility. That's not necessarily a problem with what Hillary Clinton's done. Mm -hmm. I think that's more of an issue in terms of, like, of, like, the justice system as a whole, saying that there's a possibility, like, if justice should be blind and stuff like that. So, if they should be able to find a way to properly to do that, you know? Mm. It's tough. Like, I don't think... Like, I shouldn't say, like, any like, rapist should be, have the ability to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get away scot-free. But then that's more of an issue with like the problem with the justice system. Now I can tell Adam's dying too. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, I the law isn't perfect, and we know that. Yeah, absolutely. And hence why that's able to happen. I interviewed a lawyer uh, as part of a project in in uh, in grade twelve for mm -hmm. my law class. Okay. Surprise. And um, part of like I wanted to be a lawyer for a long time, but one big thing holding me back for being a lawyer one my my work ethic and another. My, uh, I have a problem with the idea of defending people like a child rapist. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could defend a child rapist, or a pedophile, or, or, an, or, or, a, or, a, or a prostitute runner, like a pimp, or, or any of that. And I, I interviewed this lawyer and I asked him, I said, okay, like he gets court appointed, he gets court appointed as well. And I asked him, okay, so how do you deal with that as a person? And then he's like, listen, I look at it more as... I am in the house of justice, I am defending justice because, you know, everybody gets their fair moment in trial, in uh, fair, fair day in court. And when you defend justice, then I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm, sure. I'm not defending the person, I'm defending justice. Exactly. So Hillary Clinton defended justice in my eyes. Whether or not she was really, like, rude about it or really kind of snarky about it is up for a different discussion, but she defended justice. Like, the the... The Trump supporters and the Republicans are so quick to say she defended a rapist. But if, let's say, a Republican lawyer were defending a rapist, they might say he defended justice. Absolutely. So, yeah. And for that reason, I, although I don't like what she did, I don't think it's a massively incriminating factor um, for her. No, it's just kind of shady. Yeah, honestly. it is, yeah. And, I mean, I've always said I'd like to be a defense attorney, and I've always said I'd way rather be responsible for O.J. Simpson going free than for... Uh, like a free man going to, yeah. or sorry, a um, innocent man going yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to prison. Yeah, um, um, was there anything else about Hillary? So we talked about the emails, we talked about the, the lawyer. Um, Look, uh, do you want well, to I think you? just a lot of the things found in her emails, um, mm -hmm. I'm just shocked at the nonchalance from people, the... Uh, and that the fact that they don't care about it, it because it's not really... It's like, like, even Ellen, I was watching Ellen yesterday, and she was talking to Senator, uh, I forgot her name, Warren? Ms. Elizabeth Senator Warren, Warren? Elizabeth Warren. As Trump and, calls her Pocahontas. <laughs> and, um, she said, Ellen said, you know, how difficult is it for Hillary? You know, why won't this email thing just be over with? And that's where I just went, you think it's something small? It's not yeah, that, it's not. you know, and that's, the, you know, the mainstream media is trying to push that away, but it's not, it's a big deal. And I'm not saying Trump doesn't have scandals. We're about to talk about Trump. But still, you can't just brush that off as something small. I had a very well-received tweet today. Uh, I'd like to read it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is actually not the same thing as what Oh, it's different? This okay. is different. This is what, uh, that. So, today I tweeted, I'm sorry, I have to 
So I, tweeted, I love how the media always says it's just emails, as if Hillary were just emailing her Aunt Linda to see how the dogs are doing. <laughs> um, it's not just emails. There are things that are borderline treason. There are things that are very, very shady that have been uh, shown to link her to a lot of shady things. Um, it's not just emails. It's not just she had a server. You know, she was mishandling government documents. She. Uh, I mean, to allow a foreign country, especially a non-allied foreign country, access to government documents is treason. Mm -hmm. That's all. Um, military men have been uh, arrested, sent to prison, men and women, I'm sorry, uh, with uh, Chelsea Manning, for example, being the biggest one, uh, have been arrested and sent to prison. Chelsea Manning's in prison for life for the exact same thing, for life. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I think it's despicable. I think it kind of completely compromises the rule of law. It's, uh, it's ridiculous, and I just can't believe there's not more outrage about it. And I know why there's not more outrage about it, it's because emails are boring, it's just text. Because Hillary isn't in your face rude, like mm -hmm. uh, Trump is, she's just, just quietly treasonous. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Anything else about Hillary, guys? Um, Hillary Clinton, like I, I watched, I hate, like I, I, I watched CNN, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay! <laughs> I watched this documentary on CNN about the rise of Clinton. Yeah. And it went all the way from her, uh, her young days in Arkansas to the Monica Lewinsky scandal to her first running president to now. And Hillary Clinton is such a strong woman. You like her, you don't like her. Yeah, can't deny it. And, you know, there, there was one, the chief of staff, he was one of the major, chief, the chief of staff was one of the major uh, people on the, the documentary and he was saying that you know when Bill Clinton was deposed about the Monica Lewinsky scandal and he was acquitted Hillary got a call and Hillary, in the minute at that time Hillary was planning uh, a rally for children's uh, for children's education in New York and she was planning what banquet halls to book or what um, or what areas to close off for her arrival or whatever so basically, she got the call, you know, my Bill, Clinton, Bill Clinton's acquitted, blah, blah, blah. She put down the phone, and then she's like, so did you want this banquet hall or that banquet hall to the, to the guy? Like, it didn't phase her in the slightest. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a big show of her character. Like, the how strong of a woman Hillary Clinton is, as much as I don't like her, and as much as, you know, maybe depending on what time of the day you ask me, I might want Trump to be president. If Hillary Clinton does become president... She's a very strong woman, and I think that that's also a big part of her, um, a big part of her campaign, campaign, and a big part of her strengths. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, I got distracted because Louisiana just got confirmed. And oh, Missouri just Trump. turned red. Yeah, and this is very exciting for me because I've never been to Missouri, but I've always loved the idea of Missouri. Well, I've been. Maybe I wouldn't like it if I've been, but it's um, basically just all farms. Go to like Barry. Kind of <laughs> well, like St. St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City as well. Yeah. Uh, because um, Missouri is uh, like me. I think if if uh, if I were a state, I'd be Missouri. It's very 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 modern, but very conservative. You can be gay in Missouri, but they're also very very conservative. I don't know. Um, oh, it's getting more and more red as we go. Yeah. So let's move on to Trump.
just because we are already at nine. We got real faces, yeah. Well, the yeah. greatest presidential candidate on the planet, Donald <laughs> J. Trump. Jill Stein is where it's at. Just no, Evan McMullen is. In all honesty, yes. Nick Speaking of McMullen, uh, we're going to talk about that okay. later. Uh, let's just talk about Donald Trump really quickly. Mm. Who is he? What's his experience? Let's until 941. Yeah, let's just do 10 minutes of this. Um, so, Donald Trump, experience, who is he, scandals, good, bad. May I go first? Mm, yeah, go okay. You get, you get priority. Sure you want to go first? Do you want to, like, sport him or something? Yeah, maybe, maybe just a little. Yeah, today's the day. I, yeah, that hat flew. I have, I have a little secret. Day. I actually am a big fan Nobody of Donald Trump. Trump. What? Nobody punched you like on the subway. No, I heard it here first on the rabbit so, report. So, uh, interesting, I've always been afraid to wear my Make America Great Again hat in uh, downtown. Uh, not in my area where I live, I, it's pretty safe area, but like Young and Dundas Square, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't dare today. Today I was fine. Um, some guy was like staring at me, which scared me a little bit, but it was fine. Anyway, pray for Marshall. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump, um, brilliant <laughs> businessman. Uh, there's so many misconceptions about him as a businessman, first of all. I mean, people say, oh, he's so stupid. He's vulgar. He's not a good speaker per se. He's not stupid. You don't turn a small loan of a million dollars, and that actually is a small loan. Just Comparatively, a million dollars is a small loan if you're talking. Comparatively, to, if you're talking to Fred Trump, yeah. Um, you don't turn a small loan of a million dollars into four billion dollars being stupid. Small loan of a million dollars. People go, oh, he's gone bankrupt four times. And four one time was out of five hundred and fifteen times. How long ago? Times. How long ago did he go bankrupt? No, no, how long ago was it when he started to like become... I think he was in his 20s. Exactly, and that was 70, so that's a 50-year process. Um, That makes sense. Yeah, he's gone bankrupt four times. That happens when you're an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. No no entrepreneur will ever not go bankrupt. He's gone bankrupt four times out of 500... Hillary Clinton went to Connecticut? Just saying right here? No, Hillary Clinton just went bankrupt. That's okay, Connecticut was safe. As a politician, I think... Ooh, yo, yo, okay, see, didn't I call it? Did I not call Michigan? Michigan is too early. 17% of the Hampshire. How is this happening? (laughs) See, New Hampshire is also 47.9%. Trump, 46.9%. I'd like to. 47.7 Trump, 47.2 Hillary for New Hampshire. Wisconsin, 50.9% for Trump. For uh, for Hillary, sorry, 44.1% Trump. Okay, and I'd like and to put are, on the record. These are key race alerts. You put it on the record. You were predicting I called, that Michigan was. I called happen. Michigan red and New Hampshire red. Nobody believed me. People thought I was being a silly goose, a real silly goose, a real silly goose. But um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, have, make some other predictions I have a lot of faith in Michigan and New Hampshire. Think, but anyway, uh, yeah, as a politician, I think Trump's been um, been iffy at times, of course, uh, as any politician is. And I think he's a terrible speaker. I don't like to hear him speak at all, for the most part. There's a couple of great moments. Of it's him entertaining, speaking. though. Yeah, and there's a couple of great moments where you see that he is really a, a nice man at heart, um, in a lot of ways. But I like his policies. I think his policies are great. I think almost every policy he has is what America needs. I don't like his policies on climate change. They're silly. I don't like his... Uh, Perpetrated by the Chinese. I don't like... Uh, I don't know how I feel about uh, repealing uh, Roe v. Wade just because um, maybe it should be left up to the states, maybe it shouldn't be, but uh, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about that one. Roe v. Wade, by the way, is uh, legalizing abortion. Sorry? Roe v. Wade was the case that legalized abortion Mm -hmm. in America. Mm -hmm. And And Trump uh, talked uh, about repealing Roe v. Wade. mm -hmm. So, scandals. Well, Mm. um, let's start with the lewd comments. Okay, hold on. So, we just... 
Did you want to talk about him positively first and then negatively, or what? Oh, it doesn't matter. We can talk just all together because we have. You you can say what you want. You don't have to be positive. Anything you want. Okay. Yeah, you go. I always start. I always start. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I have one more to say. You can tell this is a Canadian debate. Um. (laughs) Okay. Um. Look, I, you know, left wing guy Michael Moore is our Lord and Savior. Um. Michael Moore did a documentary recently called Michael Moore and Trumpland. And there was an excerpt from the documentary that kind of went viral, and it was talking about how um, he understands Trump supporters. Trump is more than, you know, you're wrong. It's more than the, the orange skin. It's more than the, the, the whatever excuse of a head of hair he has. It's so much more than that. It's the idea that the, the blue-collar workers, the auto workers, the, the police force, and all these... These, these, these represented these workers that don't have a lot of rights, don't have a lot of representation in, in terms of big politics, are so sick and tired of the system, whether it was Republican or Democratic, Republican, Democratic, alternating, whatever, they got screwed. And they got screwed big time in 2008. And that bitterness from 2008 is still there. You know, the Obamacare bronze pack that, that Obama praises that he loves, that you know, 20 million Americans have uh, free health care. 20 million Americans free health care. It's, it's nothing. I don't it's, know, I wish they could do that. It's nothing. Like, they, they get nothing. They don't even get, what did, what did Trump say? They don't even, uh, not Trump, what did Michael Ward say? It's like they don't even get uh, Advil. It's almost like that. And these Trump, these Trump voters are, are, you know what? F it. I'm going to vote this guy. Whatever change, whatever crazy change he brings, whatever policies he endorses, I want change. I am done with the establishment. And that's what a lot of Bernie Sanders supporters campaigned on. But a lot of Bernie Sanders supporters are now f- sort of following his, um, his uh, words and saying, go vote for Clinton. But 20% of Bernie Sanders supporters are going Trump. Because those are the hardcore people that are, you know what, enough with the system, enough. I just want something new, something revolutionary, change. And I get it. And I think that, in a way, good for Trump. He screwed everyone. The media was against him. The celebrities were against him. The pundits were against him. Economists were against him. You like to say what Michael Moore said about Trump winning? Oh, it would be the biggest F you to corporate America. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would be the, the biggest, biggest F you to corporate Absolutely. America. Yeah. And I think, in that regard, good for him. Mm-hmm. Straight up. It shows that revolutions are still possible in the 21st century. If you do that way. Okay. Yeah. Donald are you Trump. Getting, are you getting triggered? I honestly, I'm getting a little bit triggered, man. I'm, t- I'm sorry, but like, I wish we had an air horn. I. Okay, I'll start a little bit positively, Trump. Trump is a businessman, and I like we. If you need, if you, if you want any type of accountability and everything like that, you definitely gotta like go with like a business perspective. We can see that here in Toronto with the election of John Tory. He's a businessman. What I say like that? He's a businessman, and he got it done. Like he like well he has like he basically what they're doing is they're incorporating like what they do from a company and they're just turning it like with the country, and well now that's a possibility Trump gets elected. Um, in terms of like I, it's tough to rep- it's tough to support somebody like that if like we're gonna go forward more with the lewd comments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, but I I like the idea how like Donald Trump he, he has the ability because he's not like any other politician we've ever seen and also like. 
props to him for being the biggest underdog in the, the 21st century. Oh, yeah. Nobody thought he was going to win the Republican no nominee. And that, let alone, he's actually realistically has a possibility of winning the election right now. And he's got a 1.5% margin right now with... Did I do my math correctly? Yeah, he's got a 1.5% margin right now for, the, for winning, for, like, for total votes. And that's ridiculous. But I feel like... Donald Trump is just like an extreme. Like Bernie Sanders already has is an already an extreme platform of how to get things done in America, and Donald Trump is in the same way, just in the difference in the other side of the political spectrum. But I just I'm just more scared for the fact that like people are gonna be. I'm scared like people like people actually think that like people are gonna start rioting or something like that like in the streets oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. I know people are just gonna be like have like a crazy perception like, oh, Donald Trump wins, like, I'm going to move to Canada, or I'm going to be like riding in the streets and stuff like that. Like, we had, this is, this is democracy, and no matter what happens, we have to accept the results. So as much as I don't like Donald Trump or anything like that, and the fact that like, he might get elected, you yeah, have to respect that, because if, not, if we don't respect those results, then it's not a democracy, and it's not, yeah, then, we're, then it's bullshit, then nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just... My God, this is really tough. But shout out to my boy uh, YG. He has the best quote for it. FDT. It's a very good song. Check it out on Spotify, YouTube, all that stuff right there. Um, yeah, it's just tough. Like watching, like uh, like it's gonna be tough. Like representation of different other groups, like all these different uh, demographics and stuff like that. And it's surprising when you see minority groups such as Latinos and Blacks like that still ha uh, still support Donald Trump, even though he says very rude comments and stuff like that. They are just words and stuff like, and they're just caught like words. But if people support him, and if he gets a job done, and you, know, I think you can't do anything about it, you know? A lot of that is, and um, I think this is terrible. I think uh, you see groups like uh, Gays for Trump, led by Milianopoulos, you see... Sikhs for um, Trump. Sikhs for Trump, you see Women for Muslims, Trump. Muslims for Trump. for Trump. And people hate them so much. Because there was a piece, and uh, I feel like, Adam, you probably know, that uh, billionaire uh, gay man who just... Uh, he voted for Trump recently. Can't recall. Okay. Uh, I wish I remembered his name, but he was a, he's a businessman, he's a, a billionaire, and he's gay. And he, opened his, he uh, publicly announced his support for Donald Trump. And the next day, Huffington Post, guess what they said? They said, he's not really gay because he supports Donald Trump. They said, no way. Who's they said, I, I honestly the wish I remember his name. We can, we can the billionaire who supported Trump. Um, we can probably Google it. But, yeah, um, I'll pull it up. See yeah, it. so Huffington Post, I believe it was Huffington Post, said um, he's not really gay. He may be a homosexual, but he's not gay. Uh, and I think it's, uh, it's, it's kind of disgusting to me. I think um, the fact that these people are being attacked um, for their political beliefs. Mm -hmm. Oh, shout out to my friend uh, Henry. He gave us the name of the guy, Peter Thiel. Oh, excellent. Thank you, Henry. Um, Peter Thiel. Um, yeah, they're saying he's not really gay because of, because of that. And then the Muslims for Trump, they're saying they're not real Muslims. They're saying that the... Uh, the no, they're misguided. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't... Uh, honestly, I, I feel bad for saying it was uh, Huffington Post. It was not Huffington Post. No, I'm sure that it was on Huffington Post, but I just pulled but up the first link. still, Huffington Post is complete scum, so I, I don't feel very sorry. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, so I, I just think that it's it's so awful how much I uh, hate this uh, this election has brought up, um, and I think um, you know people turning on their own uh, on their own people. And as much as I don't like to separate people into groups, I don't think it matters all that much. 
I think um, gay people attacking other gay people for being uh, conservatives, uh, black people attacking other black people for being conservatives, just because of their identity is absolutely Yeah, it's just like marginalizing a group and just putting them into one <clears throat> little basket. And like, that's not how you shouldn't yeah. want to be like that. And it's like saying like, for like Latino people, like such as myself, it's like, oh wait, we're all like destined to like go to prison or we're all destined to like get some random girl pregnant or we're all destined to like join a gang and stuff like that. And people want It's honestly, it's biological discrimination. Exactly, and that's complete bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. And like now and in today's society, we should be able to like form our own opinions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like if I see if I see a Spanish dude that's like, oh I like Trump, I'd be like, okay, tell me why. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be like completely shut him out and like, that's okay. I'm a little triggered here, but that's okay. Just, but that's okay. But like, regardless, like you guys have been saying your opinions, but so, I respect those opinions, <clears throat> and I and I get that. I do want. But that's okay. Want to mention something about opinions? Just a little off topic. But just you know, what I'm, all I wanted to say is that just because you're Latino, just because you're gay, just because mm -hmm. you're black, doesn't mean you have to like. Confine yourself to that particular label, you know? And and just in terms of opinions, um, just because we're not American doesn't mean that we don't have the right to express our opinions. Um, it's just, you know, we may not be there, and we may not have the first-hand perspective, but there's so much coverage, and a lot of it's unfair, but, you know, people still form their own opinions, and that's what freedom of expression is about, right? And... You know, in my opinion, and I believe in your opinion as well, that's what Trump is fighting for. He wants people to be able to, to express their opinions and not be... As individuals and not as groups. Yeah, and not even be suppressed for it, not even be censored for it, right? So, you know, like, I get attacked for my opinions. Oh, yeah. Honestly, like... Like, I, you know, and I had a huge debacle today. I would, just, I would say it's February when I, first, when I first Fossil became... When I first became uh, a Trump supporter, I'd say, Fe late February, maybe early March. You joined the dark side. And I was fine with talking about it. I didn't care about talking about it. But then I very, very, very quickly learned that I am not allowed to talk about it. I'm not allowed to say that I like Trump, especially early on like that. Because um, people would uh, harass me about it. They would even get violent sometimes. I, you know, and I had a guy who, who wanted to fight me over it. Um, him and I actually... Call me next time. Yeah. I got you. Uh, him and I actually made up later on. But um, anyway... I actually had a point there. Uh, my point was that these uh, Latinos and these black people who are voting for Trump, I think it's because they don't particularly care about um, what uh, his his rudeness is perceived uh, by some as racism. Uh, they like his policies because they think that the policies will benefit them and benefit America. Um, now, did we have uh, another thing did to we, talk we, about? Just the scandals? We, oh, oh, yeah. So the, the loot... <laughs> I mean, um, it's the those scandals, comments. They're just. Like, it's not. It's they're like, not as controversial as Hillary Clinton's. Even though the media's in, made com in comparison to like criminal charges, but those type of comments, they're just. You think they'd be like completely unacceptable and stuff yeah. like that? Like if Hillary Clinton said some racist like shit, like, then that'd be just completely like you'd she would lose all her credibility. But even, no matter who like says it, no matter any type of republic like. Sorry, presidential candidate would say something like that. You think they would lose all their credibility? Clearly, Clinton should lose her credibility for these emails, and so should Donald Trump for all of these lewd comments that he says. So this is a simple. That's more simple take. Speaking of Trump, I just have an update. Mm -hmm. uh, the Independent.co. Uh, the Independent has just shared Eric Trump uh, has broken the law and tweeted mm -hmm. his ballot. 
He proudly posted a photo of his vote. This is just the headline. He proudly posted a photo for his, for his vote for his father, Donald Trump, on social media. There's only one problem. It's illegal in the state of New York to share a picture of an official election ballot. It's an incredible honor to vote for my father, Mr. Trump wrote in the now-deleted tweet. What do you guys think? Can I, can I say something? If Chelsea Clinton did that, I don't think people would care. Exactly. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. The thing is, though, does Chelsea Clinton live in New York? Actually, she does, yeah. She does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you're right. She should just do it just to balance it. I don't think Chelsea Clinton would get heat for doing that. No, nope. but I don't want to make that kind of assumption. Exactly. That's fair. We don't want to make assumptions. I, I agree with that, but I, I wouldn't want to use that as like an argument. But still, yeah, that's just breaking news right mm -hmm. now. Um, Look, so I I saw his original tweet. And my first thought was, oh my god, Eric, come on. <laughs> to go to go back to that, like Hillary Clinton has called black people what? What was the word? Super predators. Super predators. She called uh, Bernie Trump. Sanders supporters basement dwellers. She called Trump supporters deplorables. Uh, Trump supporters deplorables. Um, and basically, anybody who doesn't agree with her, they're wrong. Yeah, and, um, you know, she's not getting... Trump's winning Ohio. Trump is winning Ohio. Um, <laughs> on, he's percent. winning Virginia. This is an election update, by the way. Virginia's mm -hmm. another... Okay, well, I mean, he's not... Uh, Virginia's pretty good. Virginia's pretty good. It's gone a lot less red. Right? Um, that, doesn't, that doesn't surprise me It was actually considered... Uh, Georgia wasn't really? surprising. Yeah. Well, Georgia, oh, Georgia's 58% you know Trump West and 39% no, red. Really? Yeah. No, I Virginia's mean, blue, red, West Virginia's red. You know, I mean, I thought, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, okay, true. Yeah, West yeah, Virginia. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's um, insane. You, like, oh, God. Yeah, so honestly, um, if I've got any uh, uh, fellow people on the Trump train watching right now, we're doing well. Great, uh, Trump train. We've done it. Uh, first... First Brexit, now this, what next? Wrong. That's my question. You're wrong. <laughs> um, okay, so, basically that's really it for Trump. Is yeah, well, I mean, are we going to There's so much in honor. She's been a special guest on Jersey Shore for his orange skin. That's all I got to say. Actually, you know, when I think about it, we have talked about the policies of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump so much on this show already. I think what we've talked about is probably sufficient. Well, so, Trump hasn't yeah. talked about much policy. He hasn't talked, you're right. Yeah, well, the thing is, if you actually go to both their Facebook pages, which I did, they have all their policies outlined, and people say that Trump doesn't have his policies flat out, but he actually has some facts that right. are fully yeah. in writing, and there's actual numbers and statistics <laughs> and all that. He just doesn't talk. Most of, yeah, exactly. Most of Hillary's stuff, and I read through almost all of it, it's basically, well, the wealthy have to pay their fair share. Well, we're going to defeat ISIS. There's not, and there's no numbers, there's no facts, there's no how. Is this Trump or Hillary? Hillary. And I think, historically, I don't, I don't uh, blame Hillary necessarily for that, because historically that's what Democrats have done, and that's what Democrats have been successful with. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with not using numbers. Um, using words will often suffice to get the message across, because uh, Democrats don't need to convince any Republicans. Republicans need to convince Democrats. That's how, that's very that's how it works. Um, Especially in this election. Yeah. Because a lot of Republicans are jumping ship and they're saying, screw it, I'm going Hillary. Yeah. So you're right. She doesn't have her numbers. She doesn't need to. Um, I understand why she doesn't. But uh, she probably should have now, the way things are going. There's one last thing I want to mention about Trump, and I want to talk about the Khan family incident. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Gizzer Khan. Mm -hmm. um, you want to tell our viewers what happened? Oh, Khan's the other camera that one. That's um, amazing. Look, I, <coughs> Hillary, uh, Hillary. Donald Trump can make a lot of a lot of lewd remarks about Rosie O'Donnell, about uh, Latinos, about Mex not, not necessarily Latinos, but Mexicans, about 
you know, black people only living in the inner cities, as he makes it sound. Uh, update. Hillary's leading 268, Trump is... Oh, 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 oh it's just projections, never oh, mind. Projections. <laughs> never mind. We're still good. Um, this is just CNN. Oh, no, no, so all they're doing right now... Yeah, so, this is John King messing around with the map. Yeah, yeah that's all. Like, he's just showing if it's going to be leaning Republican or leaning Democrat. Right now, it's 137 Trump, 104 That's so CNN. I was about to, like, go crazy. Okay. Anyway. All right. All right. So, um... In terms of the, the Khan incident and the Khan family, I think Trump hit a really big low there. Absolutely. To 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 you know to to rip on this gold star family was really unlike what I expected Trump to do. To uh -huh. to comment on uh, Ghazala Khan or Ghazal Ghazal Khan and say that you know she she might not have been allowed to say anything. I don't know. Might not have been allowed. Who knows? Um, it's it's very. It's a very low point, and uh, I was watching this interview of an electoral college member saying that he resigned right after the Gizzard the Gizzer Khan incident, and a lot of Republicans I know that after that happened they jumped ship. So I think if Trump does lose this race, that'll be a big moment for him to sort of be like, "You done goofed," kind of thing. Now. I'm sorry, this is just a quick semi-unrelated thing. Does anyone else think that Mike Pence looks like uh, Cotton Hill from King of the Hill? Hanks I, never, I, never I don't watch the, the show, so yeah. Okay, the guy. <laughs> People out there, maybe you can relate to Marshall. Yeah, Mike Pence looks like Cotton Hill. You can uh, fact check Cotton Marshall. Hill. Tall Cotton Hill, who didn't lose his legs between the feet and knees in the war. <laughs> between the feet? Yeah, kept his feet, but he <laughs> lost his legs between the feet and knees. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, I, I think we should move on. So let's talk about... Swing states, because that's a very important Whee! part of the. No. Yeah. Well, I think very important part I'm of sorry the for that. seesaw states. You know what? That's okay. You know, you want to. You do you. You do you. I'm, whatever makes you I'm happen. I'm sorry. Okay. So I'm, swing I'm states. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Anyway, sorry. So swing states. Um, what are they, and why are they so important? And can you give some examples? Okay, um, big swing state, Florida, um, the famous Bush-Gore election, 2000. Um, the way the Electoral College works is the, um, you, you, if you win a majority of votes in your state, you win all of the, all yeah. of the Electoral College votes. Except numbers. in two states. Except Nebraska in two states, and Maine, Maine, Nebraska they and Maine. have proportional. Exactly. Um, Which is weird. In Florida, in the 2000 election between Bush and Gore, it boiled down to 507 people that voted for Bush that tipped him over the line. And because of that, it was such a small margin, they took it to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court voted in Bush's favor. Now, when they say every vote counts, it's a very loaded statement. Because not every vote counts in a place like DC. Republican votes in DC are pretty much like, I can't think of a metaphor, but um, they're pretty much worthless. Unfortunately for Republican voters in DC, they're worthless. A Democratic vote in a place like Arkansas or Kentucky is worthless as well. But in a place like New Hampshire, in a place like Georgia, in a place like, lo and behold, Texas in this election, um, they matter. Every vote matters because your vote could be part of the group of people that tip your candidate over the line. And I think that, uh, that that's the main thing about swing states. Like there was uh, on 538 or Rear Clear Politics, they show a power index of a vote how much your vote is worth compared to other votes. And there are some states, I think it was like Florida, that it's like three times as powerful. And I would believe that. It's the most powerful. Yeah. Right? And yeah. 
that's all I have to say about that. Anything else about swing states? Uh, well, I mean, we can talk plenty about them in terms of uh, the theories behind why states vote which ways and why states are swing states. Um, and why I think this election, the uh, typical electoral map means, I mean, it means a lot, but it does not mean nearly as much as it has, because uh, although I might be proved page. wrong, I just want to see how Michigan's doing. I personally thought that Michigan and New Hampshire, New Hampshire's Michigan is leading red. New, Michigan and New Hampshire and maybe Pennsylvania. I think I'm going to be wrong in Pennsylvania. That Michigan was, has been a, a blue state, like solid. And Wisconsin. Wisconsin's red to it. Look so far, at least. Yeah. So, I thought that um, this these would be uh, this would be the year that New Hampshire, Michigan, and Wisconsin were all red because in those states, not New Hampshire, but in uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, the big cities vote Democrat. The everywhere else overwhelming Republican. However, everywhere else doesn't vote. Everywhere else is rural, everywhere else is um, factories, and uh, in those areas there's just very low voter turnout. I think uh, this is the year that uh, people are so fed up with Obama, especially in those two states, that they are voting. Uh, the steel workers and the farmers are getting out there and voting for Trump. And so they don't live in the big cities. The big cities are still voting Democrats, so they've got an uphill climb. They've all got to get out there and all vote uh, um, kind of overpower the big cities, but uh, I think they can do it, and I think they will do it. Okay, um, so let's move on to uh, the next topic. Uh, we talked a little about policies. Um, also, I do want to mention, it's almost 10 o'clock, we still have a bunch of issues, so we're going to do a second show right after this. What? Uh, a shorter show where we'll actually bring in uh, our guests because we just so have such a wide range of stuff to talk about. For a brief moment. For a brief moment, yes. So we're going to uh, end in a few minutes. We're going to well, take a break. At 10.15. So we have 10 15 minutes left. A few minutes is relative, okay. <laughs> so. Um, so let's talk a little bit uh, more about what's going on. Um... I just read Manchester City and I thought of soccer, but yeah, that, that was my first thought. <laughs> they're looking at a county right now named Manchester City. Liverpool might win the league. CNN, I think they're bored right now, and they're just kind of they're, bouncing around in between pissed. counties. He's like, oh, I've never well, seen this county. This is the boring part. He's, yeah, he's literally yeah. learning how to use the damn screen on TV. I could compare this to, like, I remember when Venus crossed over the sun in the in astronomy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. And there are these people sitting and talking on a NASA live stream about Venus crossing over the sun, like. Here it goes, okay, here it goes, here it goes. And it's very slow. Yeah. So it was just about like about two hours of just that. So I feel like this is what CNN is doing here. Um, Let's go and check up on Virginia. Look at that. <laughs> so for those who can't see it, um, is there something uh, going on or? Oh, yeah, no, 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 we're doing, cool. doing good. Um, Virginia, you, you guys can't see it, but it is just completely red with tiny, tiny I don't know if you can blue. see that. I don't know how good the quality is. Probably can't see Let me it. See. If you see a big red blotch... Yeah, okay, that's so that's Virginia. the point. That's Virginia. With all that red, they're still leaning Democrat because, like I said before, this is the exact same thing. All the big cities are voting uh, are voting Democrat. The small areas, the uh, less populous areas, are voting Republican. And, I mean, it's neck and neck right now. It's 47.5 to 47.3, Clinton in the lead. Uh, I, I think they can take it. I think Virginia would mean a lot because Virginia is a uh, is a somewhat swing state. You know, I'm fifty percent right now. Trump, 
Wisconsin. Wisconsin. See, that's another 40, one. F- about 45% <laughs> Clinton, and of course, 3.7% Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. You can't forget it. He didn't climb Mount Everest. He let Mount Everest open up her skirt, and he creeped up inside of her. Direct quote. <laughs> Direct quote from Gary Johnson. Okay. Um, I had fun during the primaries. I had fun during the primaries looking at all these individual kind of like counties that nobody's ever heard of just to see how small the margins are. So if you want to look at um, if you want to look at the margins for this count, one county in Virginia, because I've got Virginia open, Buckingham County, 3,900 votes Trump, 3,100 votes Clinton, which basically means he clinched a county with 800 people. That's really small relative to the, four, the 380 million people living in America. It, it's such a, like, a vote is so much more powerful than people make it out to be. And, like, there are so many people, I feel like, if I'm going to talk about one good thing that came out of this election with all the mess and all the what have you about this election, one good thing that came out of this election is I think voter turnout will be really high. Absolutely. On both sides of the, of the, of the spectrum. Because and maybe in the long term as well, not just in this election. Yeah. This might change things in that regard. Because I feel like people are actually starting to give a damn for once. Yeah. And it's, it's really fascinating to watch how... Because yeah. with Donald Trump, and I think this started with Brexit... The average person, you know, uh, one of my favorite uh, descriptions of how Brexit happened, it's, you know, with Brexit, the government didn't want it, the rich people didn't want it, the media didn't want it, the, um, you know it. the other know countries it. didn't Everybody want it. Knows it, but you know who wanted it? Your mates down at the pub having a pint. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. That was, I'm sorry, I, I, I want to apologize for that accent, that was really <laughs> helpful, I honestly, I'm usually pretty good with my accents, but like... You were on the spot, we forgive you. Do we forgive yeah. Marshall? We forgive Marshall. You uh, know what I know what everybody knows. Like, thank you. Um, the, uh, the Brexit vote was won by old people. Young people voted in favor of staying with the EU, but old people really wanted Brexit. And again, a lot of people, a lot of young people stayed out of the election because they really didn't care. Um... Old people, they know what a vote is worth. They know, they've been alive for a time that a vote wasn't something, wasn't a privilege. A vote was earned. You fought for the right to vote. Exactly. Voting, voting now is a privilege. It's seen almost as, uh, as eh, you know, I can do it, I can't do it. No, you have to do it. Places like Argentina have mandatory voting. I've said it on the show before. Brazil also has it too, right? I think, I think Brazil, Brazil has it too. Australia. Yeah. Australia has mandatory voting. I feel like that should happen. I love mandatory voting. The only problem with mandatory voting, though, is that then people then resent the vote, and then some people yeah they feel some, forced. Not not to say that they feel forced. They're like then they don't they can't care. Just pay the fine. No, 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 no. They're gonna vote, but like they don't. They won't actually use their oh, vote. They won't actually use their vote accordingly. Mm-hmm. So Brazil is a perfect example that they have mandatory voting, and there's a bunch of. Um, Mockery like candidates and stuff. Yeah. There's literally a guy who um, campaigned as Jesus Christ. There's another. There's like a rhinoceros, like an actual living rhinoceros, the running yeah. as a political candidate. So then, if you make it mandatory, then it's it, it almost like, in tight in a sense it loses its its sense of mm-hmm. purpose of democracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so like if I feel this is more makes sense. So that people have more like an entitlement and actual good feelings. Like, I want to vote, and it's my civic duty. I could write, and it gives and increases like a, a level of patriotism in a sense, and I think that's a lot more productive for democracy. Yeah. I agree, and I think uh, you know a lot of people you, fought and died for your right to vote, yeah, but exactly. also also for your right not to vote. 
Yeah. And, that, and that's a bold statement too, like some people say, like, is it like, oh, why aren't you going to vote? Is it, oh, because of this and because of that? Utah, uh, I just want to change the other really quickly. Utah just came up. They were talking about it. So why do I want to talk about it? Evan McMullen. You guys want to talk about that? Um, sure, let's do Evan McMullen Evan is McMullen. an independent who has been slowly but surely taking uh, Utah stuff, so, right? Yeah. Um, and he's also been doing well in Colorado, but nobody... Nobody saw him coming. The media didn't talk about him. So, um, yeah. What do you guys think of that? And Marshall just just uh, went to get a cookie because yeah, I'm just gonna do a round of cookies. Yeah. Um, yeah Whose cookies um, are those, by the way? These are mine. Oh, oh I brought them. Oh, no problem. Thank oh, you guys are too sweet. I brought in these Pillsbury cookies. They're like crack. Anyway, <laughs> um, perfect for an election show. I mean, oh yeah, for also, sure. I mean, Evan McMullen. Is also a representation of these Republicans that are kind of just like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Like, who is this orange beast? You know, at the front run of our campaign, I. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at our feed, and that's all. And um, you know, it's very. It's like it's this Mormon independent runner, who's got a Jewish vice president, and he's winning in Nevada, uh, Utah. Utah. And I know Utah is majority Mormon, but for. People in Utah to sort of seek to an independence, to get away from the discourse, is really fascinating. And he's actually, he's been tied with Trump recently. And if he can win Trump, he can, if he can beat Trump, this election's over. Oh, yeah. Because those six electoral votes in Utah are crucial to Trump getting over the 270 line. So if he wins that, does that mean Hillary would win? Pretty no, well. it doesn't even mean Hillary would win. It, it would really hurt Trump. Yeah. Um... How's Trump doing in PA? I just want to check it out. Because uh, I think so Trump's not doing well in PA. But look, exactly my prediction, kind of. Everywhere outside of the major... Um, exactly his prediction, kind of. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised Pittsburgh is blue. I was, really? Yeah, because Pittsburgh is factories. Mm. Mm. Um, it's not my prediction, exactly. It's somewhat my prediction. Uh, again, it's all red, except for Philadelphia, Wilmington, and Pittsburgh. So... I was wrong. I thought Pittsburgh would be blue, or sorry, red. But uh, how's Florida looking? Has Florida is Florida done? No, no. The pan, I don't, I Florida's never that. done. You think Florida's there? It creeps up behind you. It's like the hand at the end of a horror movie that creeps up, and you know a sequel. Wait, the polls already closed in a bunch of other states, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Different. They close at different times in different states. Trump's now at one forty. Hillary's at one hundred four. It's not looking good for her. But you still can't call. Nobody can call. But no, but see, look at that. Like, in oh, terms no, they're going like, to vote Florida really soon. 99% of the precincts reporting, Trump's at 49%. They're going to call Florida. Oh, I think Trump. Who is um, Florida? Oh, Trump's only ahead by 100 votes. Whoa. Oh, sorry, 100,000 votes. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few off. We're okay. doing another Florida yeah. recount. So I think Trump won. I think. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure Trump won. Yeah. See, um, even this 3% that went to Johnson and Stein. Like that could have that was crucial for Hillary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, not Johnson. I think. Oh yeah. Well, so, I, I, who knows? Maybe. Like maybe. I think that's why New Hampshire is. Um, I wonder. How, okay, can we see how Johnson's doing New Hampshire? Just because that is the libertarian state. No, next one. Oh, never mind. Johnson's at four point three percent, which is about the national average. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, so just an update: the Dow futures are down nearly five hundred points. <laughs> Dow um, is the stock market. Yeah. Just the, the, entire entire side, no. the entire stock? No. no, it's not the entire. No, no. Yeah. They're down 500 points. Oh, God. Florida. America expires today. 
Wow, the series finale again. Right. Um, yeah, so I also want to talk about their parties. We've got about 10 minutes left in this broadcast, but we'll be right back just because Facebook ends the broadcast at 90 minutes. We're going to take a break. We're not going to yeah. be right back. Yeah, we're going to take a small small break, you know, it, the same way small loan of a million dollars. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stay. It won't be too long. We just want to bring in our guests. Um, their their celebration parties. Trump is doing a small party in the Hilton, and Hillary is doing a massive party in the biggest venue in New York. There's with a literal a with a literal glass, glass ceiling. ceiling. Yeah, glass ceiling. What do you guys make of that? What do you make of Trump actually, you know, dimming it down? You know, making a small. Thing of it, and it would be private. It wouldn't. It would be like register specific Republicans there. It wouldn't just be the public. Whereas Hillary is just inviting. Uh, look, Trump. What Hillary has that Trump doesn't, <coughs> and Hillary doesn't have this too strongly either. But what Hillary has over Trump is that people appear, or at least like people glancing at this election, look at Hillary as more of the modest candidate. If you look into it, Hillary is not a modest candidate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But the people glancing at this election see Hillary as more of this sort of modest person. Trump is this big, you know, New York billionaire, big suits, throwing money at people. Okay, I'm gonna hire you. You look good. I'm gonna fire. Da, da, da. Like he's the sort of business guy. So I feel like maybe that's Trump trying to show that he's, you know, not as uh, big and sort of. Oh, what's the word? I can't. Okay. Anyway, um, sort of. Like a Lomini-ish? No, 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 no. Like lavish. Lavish. Okay. Lavish is the word I'm looking for. Very kind of lavish. Um, you know, when Trump won the New York primary, his home state, nobody could believe that he won the New York primary. I don't know if at that point did everybody else drop out by the time he... No. Nope. No, right? Because uh, Kasich was still in. Kasich was still in. Um, Kasich stayed till the very end. Uh -huh. I, I never saw anyone take bites like this guy. <laughs> anyway. I would love to go to a John Casey crowd. Cool. With like the other three and a half people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. just three and a half people. <laughs> Four people. Mm -hmm. Round up. Anyway, um, you know, he kind of came out and he was like, thanks guys, bye. That was it. When he won the, the, the New York primary. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of like, that's it? Yeah. You win your home state, you're like, oh wow, like that would be a big thing for me. If I won my home, if I won, let's say if I won Ontario, if I was running the thing, that's a terrible comparison. But if I won, you know, Ontario, I'd be so proud and happy. He was just like, thanks guys, bye. And I think that's Trump, this is a continuation of Trump trying to play himself down. I'm not this big, you know, globberish, vulgar beast. I'm an average, average guy, just like you, you my African-American. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's not. It's it's. This is how he's trying to do. This is what he's trying to to portray himself as. Yeah, I, yeah, I would certainly agree. I think um, there's just a lot of uh, framing in the sense of um, people being made to look a certain way on both sides. And I'm not even saying that Hillary's framing Donald in a certain way. It's not even Donald framing Hillary in a certain way. Um, the people, the voters, the media are are doing it, and it's a conglomeration of. Uh, of misconceptions and exaggerations and even just some truths that come in. So what we'll do now is we still got 15 minutes left in this broadcast. What we'll do is we'll bring in our guests right now uh, to have a quick word. Come in guys. It'll be about five minutes just to see your thoughts because um, 
We got the big We're, guys here. We got the yeah, big guys. Yeah, we got guys. the big guys here. We want to make the show one big show instead of two smaller shows. So why don't you come in really quickly and, um, you know. We, uh, this the is the three of you guys. We just give you like a little one minute so brief come, thing. Come over here. You know, I'm going to move. I'm going to yeah. move. So these guys, these guys have stayed quiet throughout the entire show. These guys have stayed quiet, and we thank them for their patience. My seat is really warm. I apologize for that. Yeah. So you guys are on the Raven Report. I'm sure you feel very honored. So what are your names again? So Matthew. Matthew, nice to meet you. Sorry. Abraham. Abraham, nice to meet you. So if you guys scoot in, so um, very quickly, yeah. who do you support? What are your thoughts on the election? What are your thoughts on what's going on? What are your thoughts on the show? All right, well, I'm surprised Donald Trump said Donald Trump has made it this far. I was always keeping up with what was going on, like through social media, and I, <laughs> I never thought he would make it this far. I'm, I'm a uh, Clinton supporter, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, no, that's that's it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, to be honest. I'm not a fan of both of them, but you don't like both of them. Yeah, I'm not a fan of both of them. Here, but yeah, just yeah. The if I if I had to pick one of them, like if I was at gunpoint and someone was like, "Yeah, pick one," I'd probably pick Trump, just mm -hmm. for the fact that I think Hillary is too corrupt. She mm -hmm. hides behind banks, and like she can be bought. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> Get over here, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, honestly, only if, I, if I had a choice, I'd vote for a third party. I would not vote yeah. for any of them. But so like, you say Trump? If if I had to pick between the two, if I had to, I'd vote for Trump. Yeah. And you said yeah, uh, Clinton. Clinton. Abram. Oh, uh, well, I'm actually pretty surprised right now that Trump has this big of a lead. Because mm -hmm. a while ago, like it was, everyone was saying, oh, it's all Hillary. Like, what percent chance did she have? She, she had, a, she had a an eighty something percent. Yeah, chance. like everyone said, was saying it for yeah. sure. Like a few weeks ago, like things have changed really quickly. It's a classic Daisy and Goliath story, man. Yeah. Yeah, like just like most people, like I'm torn between them, kind of. But yeah, I guess I would choose Hillary because she seems to be more modest and not extreme as about things she said, like Trump. Yeah. Of like, I think that's what Trump's trying to do. He's trying to go like out there and just mm -hmm. like just say whatever he's what's on his mind, right? So, like Trump has no filter. I feel like what he's yeah. saying, he's saying to get the support of many Americans. But once, he, if he does get elected, he like for example the wall. He's saying he's gonna build a wall and let Mexico pay for it. I feel like once he gets elected, like. He won't do that. Like no president in their mind would do that. Like, the wall. I think the wall's a metaphor. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I I feel like when he means a wall, it means it's gonna be much much tougher on the border than it's gonna be the American border. Okay. But like there's like he won't build a wall. He just wants to get those votes from. Uh, I think. I think the other, similar thing yeah. with the. Uh, like the Muslims thing, like banning all Muslims from, mm -hmm. like you can't do that. But it's not okay. possible. It's like the, I, you know, is it's it scary? Do you think it's like like the verbal yeah. version of clickbait? Yeah, oh, exactly. No, but, sorry scary. to jump in, but the thing is, Jimmy Carter banned. Just talk. Just talk. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Carter banned Iranian immigration between seventy-seven and nineteen eighty. I'm offended. That's unconstitutional. <laughs> yeah. That sounds unconstitutional. FDR banned Japanese immigration. It can be done. And yeah. that's ridiculous. It's scary because like oh yeah, Matthew's Persian, so he's offended. Yeah, I'm so offended. <laughs> like you, it's scary to be a leader that that thinks like yeah, this. Yeah. Like okay, it makes sense that okay, fine. Clinton's two sided, two faced, whatever. But at least uh, she understands what Americans want and reflects that. Even though it could be fake, at least she reflects it yeah. and would act on that to please them. Yeah. But Trump, sure, he's his own person. But yeah. unfortunately, the qualities that he has 
aren't too great. Yeah. It's not something we want. He's not a very good, because part of uh, an American president is to be an ambassador to the world. You want to have this orange, ugly looking, no lip having, <laughs> fox hair, whatever. <laughs> You want to have this, you know, this... we got this, about nine minutes left. This, so uh, this ugly thing, this really ugly thing, <laughs> okay, you can't see you, as, so. your, as your ambassador, or do you want to have this, you know, old white grandma? No. I choose the grandma. Yeah. yeah. But I would might vote for Trump depending on what time of the day you ask me. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. And like, honestly, oh, we, no, honestly, like, with Hillary, like, as you were saying, like, Trump just like goes out and says what he wants, and Hillary kind of like, you know, keeps her Real. herself a bit filtered and like, says what the media wants her to say. I feel it's kind of dangerous. It's kind of dangerous in the sense that like, we don't know what Hillary's thinking. She keeps so just hiding behind it. this like curtain, making, it, making it seem like she's like so innocent, just but then out. once she gets elected, mm -hmm. a monster comes out. I don't know enough about politics to know about like the history of, like to know her history, but has Blasphemy. she presidents? Get out! Which, um, which reflected those actions. Has she ever done stuff like that? Done stuff like what? Something, anything that serious that she Say and then go back on. And go oh, back on. Yeah. There's a she, like well, she, serious there's, cases. There's a difference between do, like actual like legislation actions and like just claims that she made. So an example, there's a good like, 13 minute video, I think, where it just shows that like different. Okay, I'll just the I think I've heard talking. There's about. a thir there's a 13 minute video basically that explain that shows Hillary Clinton's uh, completely polarizing views from like the 90s up until now. So back into the 90s, you Hillary Clinton like clearly stated like. How she didn't agree against gay marriage, she didn't agree with like lesbians and stuff like that, she didn't agree with any stuff like that. And then she now you see stuff. other stuff. And, and she now wants she really supports she, and she supports Trump Trump doesn't make any sense. Hillary Clinton just won New Mexico, Wait, Donald Trump, Trump just won Missouri. Nuevo Mexico, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. So uh final thoughts from you guys. No, no. I like see when I say I want I want Trump to win, when I say that, obviously I'm like Kind of it's like, it's yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, like, I want him over, I hate both of them, but like, it's, it comes down to who I hate a bit less. Exactly. Exactly. That's basically this whole election. Exactly. Like, like, like your nose plug. Yeah, exactly. Like, I say, yeah, I say with like, like, I say with like, the least amount of courage in me, saying that I want it. Oh, sure. <laughs> Snapchat. Black Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat. Oh, yeah. um, I say with the least amount of courage. Oh, look at Hey, you got in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we had to post. We had to. Yeah, I'm sorry. Guys. Continue. Um, see, I think I think it's really dangerous how Trump might get elected. Like, I'll, and I would take him over Hillary. I think they're both dangerous. But I feel like if Trump does get elected, it'll like open the eyes of the Democrats and Republicans. Did you say Hitler or Hillary? I really <laughs> hope I said Hillary. <laughs> I think I said Hillary. For you, you can't delete yeah, this. Yeah, I can't delete this now. I, really, I, think, I think I said Hillary. Okay. Um, yeah. And honestly, I think it'll open the eyes of the Democrats and the Republicans and show them, oh look. We just, yeah. we just um, elected Trump, like the, the yeah. Yeah, voters. Like, hopefully, like that changes their policies, like, yeah. and all that. But yeah, you wanna. So yeah, um, I just wanna wrap up the show yeah. now since we're running uh, short on time. Last thoughts from everybody who's gonna win. Let's start with you, Abram. Uh, I really think we have to see who wins Florida first, because classically, like Florida has always been that like big state that like decides a lot of it, and it's always like, in between the line of Democrat and Republic, Republican, because like there's a lot of contrasting views there. Yeah. Like there's a lot of different people, so I think we'll have to wait for Florida. But Trump, like I said, like I thought whoever would win Florida would win it or have a way better chance. It looks like Trump's winning that now. Like I'm pretty surprised. Uh, honestly, yeah, I would say Trump at this point. Most likely. Like agreeing with uh, Abe. Um, if, like whoever wins Florida has a much bigger chance of winning like, the election. 
And I do think I do think that Trump is gonna win at the end, but I think Hillary might make a bit of a comeback before he does win. Yeah, I mean, none of the West, none of the Western states have been called yet: California, mm, Washington, big, Oregon, yeah. and those are big Clinton strongholds. Mm -hmm. So this election is still too early to call, but you know, America, like as Marshall said, America, you did it. You picked Trump. Yeah. Starting from one percent back in July to clinch the nomination itself, to clinching the nomination. He took down some big Republicans. Marco Rubio is the establishment. Ted Cruz, big guy. So Jeb Bush too. Jeb, Jeb, Jeb. 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 Honestly, I honestly thought it was supposed to be Hillary Clinton versus Jeb. 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 That's what it was supposed to be. I want to get our last special guest opinion. Yeah. So very oh, quickly. What do you like? Your I'm sorry. Don't leave the feed yet. I'd rather, I'd rather have, I'd rather have a two-faced leader that understands the general public rather than someone that. It fails to understand the majority of people, such as immigrants. Okay, and now to our regular panelists. Adam, you were talking with Jeb! Jeb Bush. Okay, so very quickly, just Trump or Clinton, straight up. Trump! Trump. I'm sorry! Marshall, Trump, Trump, Trump or Clinton, straight up. Trump. Trump. Adam. <laughs> with a heavy heart. I do not want Trump to win, <laughs> but it looks like he will, and... Think about it. History's in the making, guys. The Cubs won the World Series, and Trump's getting elected, apparently. And I'm gonna be, it's a sad day in America, man. I think, uh, it's a sad day. I think you're a bit uh, triggered. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, let's just uh, end it off there. With my opinion, I think Trump will win. And as I said, and whoever thinks that my opinion is wrong, Woof! Um, you well, know, everybody, this is everybody, Shapiro right everybody, everybody can have an opinion. And you have the right to your opinion, and regardless sure, if it's sure. shit, or regardless if it's good, everybody has the right to an opinion. So, that's a wrap to our special, uh, The Raven Report, live episode from the SLC at Ryerson University. We'll see you in two days for regular programming, where we have our post-election show uh, wrapping up our five-part series on the U.S. elections. I'm Elliot Rabin. I'd like to thank my regular panelists, my special guests. Yeah. Thank you all for watching. Thank you.